This is Yusuf Nurkic. Thank you for joining us at Section 113 with Travis Demers. Welcome into Episode 2 of the Section 113 podcast as the Trailblazers get ready to take on the Phoenix Suns in the home opener on Friday night. Travis Demers here with you. And if you're just joining us, the reason we call this the Section 113 podcast is our radio broadcast position is in Section 113. That's where myself, Michael Holton, Mike Lynch hang out. So if you're at the game, you want to come up and say hello, that's where you can find us. Before we get to our guest for Episode 2, I want to take a look back at the season opener in Sacramento on Wednesday night. And it was a great way to start the season with a victory. There were so many unknowns going into this season. What's Damian Lillard going to look like coming back from his surgery and missing nearly 10 months? How are the new pieces going to fit in? Just so many things that we just didn't know about. But one of the biggest things that I saw in that game on Wednesday night was the physical and mental toughness that this Trailblazers team has. They were knocked around. They were pushed around a bit. It was a physical game. None of that seemed to bother them. It's not necessarily a characteristic that this team has shown over the years. You have to go back a long way to really see some of those dogs that the Blazers have. But you look at what Jeremy Grant did in his debut. There were times where he was almost unguardable. Defensively, his arms were in passing lanes. He was blocking shots. He was getting in the middle of everything. Josh Hart, physical, getting to the rim. Justice Winslow did just about everything that you could ask from Justice Winslow to do in a game and then some. There was even a stretch from Drew Eubanks where he didn't play a ton of minutes. He didn't score. But he had three straight possessions where defensively came up with a couple of blocks and turned away another shot. And his presence really helped change the tide in that game. After the game, Anthony Simons told me about the confidence this is going to give the team, right? You're talking about the first win of the season and the first road win. It took a while for the Blazers to get going on the road last year. The road, even before all of the injuries and before everything happened, the road was a nightmare to start the season for the Blazers last year. So to get that first road win out of the way was big. So now you got to do it at home. And it's going to start with a team that was in the top five in just about every statistical category last season. So that brings us to our guest today, the one and only Felix Flex Cruz. You can find him on Twitter at Flex from Jersey. He's the host of the Coast to Coast podcast, 98.7 Suns postgame show, KSRN Arizona, Believe Podcast Network. Also, Fox 10 Phoenix Suns Insider. Man, you are everywhere when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. (laughs) I try, man. Keeps me busy, brother. Happy to be back in the season. Yeah, we appreciate you for sure. And, you know, in the offseason, we talked a lot about, you know, what could happen, what might happen, all the stuff with Kevin Durant. He obviously ended up staying. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and everything that was going on there. He ended up staying in Phoenix. So not, not a ton of changes with this Phoenix team. So how different are the Suns this year than they were a year ago? Yeah, the biggest difference right now is obviously the Jay Crowder situation. You know, Jay's been our starter for the last two years, and now we're implementing Cam Johnson in that starting unit. And so it affects our bench a little bit. Um, I think they're adjusting. I think you saw that last night. Um, You know, guys like Damian Lee, Josh Akogi, Jock Lindell, you know, campaign. Um, those guys have to have to actually extend themselves a little bit, and, and there's some things to be proven there. So um, the difference right now, I think, is the production on the bench and the continuity and the confidence in that bench. Um, but, you know, game one, they, they look good in the second half, uh, but we'll see, we'll see how this looks tomorrow in Portland. Yeah, a lot of people wanted to write the Suns off because of the Aiton situation, because it seemed like so many things were in flux. But as soon as game one hits, Aiton comes out, plays his 30 minutes, was incredibly efficient, double-double, 18 and 10, was 8 for 11 from the floor. I mean, he, he was efficient last night. So is, is this, when you're looking at it from the inside, is, is all this stuff a non-issue? 
non-issue, man, non-issue. I, I, I talked about it at nauseam during the uh, media day and, and stuff leading up to it. Uh, it's just a business, man. I think DA learned this summer that this is a business, and, you know, max is max. Whether you get it from another team, you get it from the Suns. And so I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought DeAndre Ayton was the best player in the game yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at that basketball game, we were down 22, and it was a terrible first half. It looked like it was going to be game seven all over again. Uh, what people don't realize is DeAndre had three fouls in the first half and played a little bit under seven minutes. And so, you know, that threw the Suns into a flux. Um, it, it showed how important DeAndre Ayton is. Now you flip it in the second second half, he plays all but thir- all but 55 seconds of the second half, gives you 18 and 10, like you said, and they outscore uh, Dallas 62 to 43 in the second half and come back from 22 and win that game. So um, DeAndre Ayton is really important to this basketball team, whether it shows in the box score or not. And, and yesterday was was emphatically. Uh, uh, why that's that's you know that's a fact. The guy is really important to everything they do on offense and defense. You know, another reason why some folks want to count out the Suns as being a contender is the fact that Chris Paul is is aging, right? And you know, he 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 didn't shoot well last night, but he really wasn't a scorer last year. He really has never been a scorer. It's never been what his game is. He's a defensive player, dished nine assists last night, and if you go into the deeper analytics, you know, in terms of potential assists. He's one of the most underrated point guards in the history of the NBA. So even though he's not giving you, you know, he gave you six points last night, what is he still doing that's so effective? Controlling the tempo of the game, getting them into an air offense, just being that vet. Um, like I, I still think Travis, I think I still think he's going to lead the league in assists this year. Um, yesterday was a bit of an aberration. Um, I, normally, Monty takes him out at the six minute mark, brings him back in around the three minute mark. Uh, to close out the game, but we were down 15 when that happened, and we were kind of on a little bit of a roll. So Monty said, you know, we're just going to roll with this and see what what happens. Um, but, you know, historically, just watching Chris throughout his career and even these last two years, a little bit more in depth in Phoenix, he usually takes about eight to ten games to really get into the swing of things. So I, I'm not surprised by, you know, yesterday's game. He only took six shots. Um, I think he'll be okay, and I think he's he's actually more open this year to uh, letting the younger guys do a little bit more early in the year because we know that the main thing is keeping Chris healthy at the end. Yeah. And so uh, I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. But I, I think Chris is going to be fine. I don't see anything, any huge decline or anything like that, like some people may be thinking. Felix Flex Cruz is with us here on the Section 113 podcast. Um, I don't think anybody had it on their card last night that Damon Lee was going to hit the game-winning shot late in that <laughs> one, right? Especially with you know, all the, a lot of the guys who can score and get it done in different ways. How did that set up down the stretch, and why did he end up being the guy that gets the game winner? Well, ironically, you know, the Chris Paul situation was was part of it. Um, you know, they were just having a problem with the matchups um, with, with Luka. And Chris, that's just a really bad matchup for Chris. So you had Chris Paul, I mean, you had Damian Lee and you had Cam Payne in the game with Book. And then, ironically, right before that, Cam Johnson got some, some abdominal or quad cramps. So he had to come out of the game. So they had to kind of force things. And, and that's where Damian came in. And we were also missing Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit is usually yeah. in that spot but he was out last night with a with the uh a hamstring slash hip issue so uh yeah Damian was in that spot and good for him man he scored 11 points in the fourth quarter let it fly we you know Phoenix brought him here to be a shooter and to and to take those shots and and to his credit man he came in and didn't miss a beat took the shot 
Devin Booker was getting blitzed the entire time, so Devin made the right play. Um, I think they were trying to force Devin into a bad shot, and Devin just read the defense, played a really good basketball game yesterday, and found Damien in that little short corner. And uh, luckily it went in. <laughs> you know, Flex, last year early in the season, Suns come into Portland and just get waxed, right? And, and we're looking at it in Portland like, hey, this is the defending Western Conference champs. They come in here. You know, we, we might have something here. We yeah. obviously know what happened in Portland last year, and then – you know, the Suns beat them the next three times they played. Um, but the, there was another game later in the season. I think it was early second half of the season where it was an overtime game. It was a TNT game, final game. Phoenix ended up winning the game. What we saw from the Blazers in the opener was a much more physical team, right? With Jeremy Grant, Justice Winslow, Josh Hart. Uh, there's just a different level of physicality. How does that match up with the Suns' physicality? Yeah, I liked what you what I saw yesterday. I thought J- Justin Wislow was the play of the game for you guys yesterday off the bench. Um, you know, he was really good. I liked to see what Jeremy did. Josh Hart was was really good. Um, you know, at the end of the day, those guys, I mean, you got a lot of wings out there. I mean, I looked at your lineup. You you, you got Damian Lillard, Simons, and, and, and Hart in the starting lineup last night. Um, so they're a physical team, and, and they're a lot of wings. I thought Shaden Sharp was really good, too. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, like the, I like how you guys match up with us, especially with this version of the Phoenix Suns that I don't think has – I don't think their bench is, is, is what it's going to be later on in the year. So I, I think you guys match up really well. And if, if – I mean, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but if, if it's a if, – if, if I can give a scouting report to an opposing team like the Blazers in this situation – um, you know, get physical with DeAndre Ayton. Get get yeah. physical with him early and get him in foul trouble because the Phoenix Suns are an entirely different team if you can get physical, get in the paint, and get DeAndre in foul trouble early because behind them you got Bismarck and Lindell. And that didn't look too that didn't look too good yesterday. So I like I like what I'm seeing from you guys right now. Um I, I like I like spreading the you know with the wings and a lot of shooters on the court. So it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a really good matchup. And I don't think anybody forgot that that whooping that, that Phoenix got last year, start the yeah. year. Book book mentioned it in post game yesterday. So the, I know the team knows. Um and I didn't I damn sure didn't forget it. So it's gonna yeah. be interesting. I'm glad you brought up the the center rotation because, you know, after the Milwaukee series in the finals, there was a clear need for Phoenix in the front court. So they go out and they get JaVale McGee, they bring him in, and that size that certainly needed. Well, he's gone now. But you've got Dario Saric, who hasn't played in, what, like a year and a half. They're just starting to get him back in the mix, and they played a couple minutes the other night. But with Biombo, he's not playing a ton. You know, Jock Landale, he's – he doesn't have a ton of NBA experience. Is there much in that front line behind DeAndre Ayton, or are they going to go small like we saw the Blazers do at times last night? Yeah, I think to start the year, that's the plan. They're probably going to go a little bit smaller because the facts are, like you said, Jocelyn Dell doesn't have a lot of NBA experience. He's got some potential. He's done some nice things in camp, but I don't think he's at the level where you can just trust him like you did JaVale McGee. And, uh, again, Bismarck is Bismarck Biombo. He's an emergency center at best. And then uh, again, uh, Dario Sarge hasn't played in a long time, so yeah, that, the front court is very, very light right now. If DeAndre gets in foul trouble, or we have any problems in that area, that's an area where Portland can really make the Phoenix Suns pay because DeAndre does so much in the high pick and roll and attacking yeah. the rim and rim rolling that when you take that dynamic away from Devin Booker, Chris Paul, the Mikel Bridges of the world, the Cam Johnsons of the world, uh, it puts them in a situation where they have to be more self-creative. And and for, for that matter, 
that are the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker and Chris Paul can create, but the other two guys are more dependent on on the flow of the offense. So, yeah, we're we're definitely got some issues behind DeAndre right now, and it showed in spades last night. You know, the the season series this year between the Blazers and Suns, it's weird, man. It's Blazers Suns tomorrow night in Portland. And then a back-to-back in Phoenix in early November. And then that's it. There's only three matchups. And you know, maybe we'll see in the playoffs. But it, it's weird to have basically you know 10 games into the season, the entire season series of the conference opponent finished. I, I, I looked at that early in the schedule, and I thought that was the funkiest thing I've seen in a long time. I'm <laughs> like, hey, we get all the Portland games out in like a week and a half? What's this about? Like, I, It's a little hyperbole. I think it's a little longer than that. But it's, it comes really quick. Yeah. And then the home back-to-back, yeah, it was it was a strange uh, quirk in the schedule. So, I mean, listen, Portland, you know, I like what, y'all, what you guys are doing this year. So, for my liking, I like getting it out the way early because I think you guys are going to get better as the season <laughs> progresses. <laughs> so, you know, get it, out of there, get it out early while these guys are still learning how to play with each other because um, I, I, I definitely like what you guys got going on. with. This is an NBA league where you got to shoot and you got to have wings and you got to have switchable yeah. guys. You guys have that in spades. And like I said, I mean, it was a pleasant surprise from Winslow last night. Um, and so with Sharp and Winslow and, and Simons and Lillard and Hart and Jeremy can shoot the ball a little bit. I mean, you guys are, you guys are, are, are impressive uh, right now. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on Portland, but I'm, I'm not, man. I, I don't sleep on Mr. Dame Lillard. Game, Dame time is the real deal. So um, it's going to be nice to get these out early, though, for sure. Felix Flex Cruz is our guest here in the Section 113 podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Flex from Jersey. You can hear him on the 98.7 Suns postgame show, Believe Podcast Network, the Coast to Coast, the Coast to Coast podcast. Flex, man, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. We enjoyed it, man. Hey, man, my pleasure. Anytime you need me, my brother, I'm here. Thanks for having me. All right, there you have it. There is a reason why when I want to talk Suns basketball, I talk to Flex. He is the man. All right, don't forget, Trailblazers and Suns, Friday night. Coverage starts at 6 o'clock. Mike Lynch will have the pregame show on our flagship station, 620 a.m. Rip City Radio in the Portland area. And, of course, as always, on the Trailblazers Radio Network. And coming up at 7, Michael Holton and I will have all the action for you. That'll do it for this time. Thanks to my man, Felix Flex Cruz. And we will see you next time as the Blazers get set to take on the Lakers in L.A. on Sunday. Right here on the Section 113 Podcast.